Once again, welcome to our final session of our day of retreat with Bart Schutz, sponsored by Our Lady of Good Counsel Retreat House, Waverly, Nebraska. As always, you can check out our upcoming online retreats at goodcounselretreat.com. And we're so thankful to have us with us today, Bart Schutz. And we will, of course, again, begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord, you are mighty God who hold all power in your hands. You are just and true and ruler over all the earth. And so we come to place ourselves into your hands. We come to give you ourselves and ask for your mercy and love. We pray in a special way today for healing for our nation for healing for those divisions and pain and suffering. Lord, you are the one who came to save. Lord Jesus, you came full of mercy and grace, with healing power. Heal our nation, heal us, protect us from the enemy. And work that miracle of bringing healing to the sick, light to the, those in darkness. For you are the true Lord of heaven and earth. And so we place ourselves once more in your hands in this time. And we ask that we can be drawn close to you, to know your heart, to know how we are branches on that vine. Lord, pour out that Holy Spirit to work in us, to touch our hearts, to help us know your love. Strengthen us in this final time together that we can be open to your movement and respond to your love with love. And so, Lord, we ask all things in the name of Jesus Christ by praying as he taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Once again, we're just so thankful to Bart Schutz for being with us today. Um, Come again and those who are Watch on the YouTube can leave questions and comments in the chat as we enter into our final discussion time. Hello again. Hopefully uh, you had a fruitful time. And uh, we're gonna give some more opportunity in these next 40 minutes to share, to have some discussion time hopefully for you all to share uh, some of your experiences of what the father might have spoken to you. And if you have some questions along the lines of that, um, then we can certainly get to those as well. I'm trying to see if I can get Mark and Lily back on um, near the end to, to give us another song, but I know they're, they're busy. Uh, they're actually recording a song this weekend, so they're getting ready to, to travel and do that. So I'm trying to see if I can get a hold of them. So if I'm looking down at my phone, I'm just trying to communicate. Um, 
but that's that's uh, something I'm hoping to do. Before I do, and I know Father Gary's going to say this at the end, but I just want to share from my own heart um, that uh, you know Father Gary, from his heart in this retreat center, has offered this event to all of us free. Um, but I know, just because of the situation and the circumstances that we're all living in, um, that he's not getting the traffic coming through that retreat, retreat center, and he has a responsibility to run that. So I just want to urge you, just from my heart to yours, um, I think he'll say something also near the end, or maybe he will now, whatever. And um, I just want to urge you to just pray and ask the Father if there's a way he'd want you to bless uh, the retreat center that Father Gary Stewart's. And uh, I don't know, Father Gary, do you want to say something now? We're going to wait till the end, uh, information related to that. No, I can mention it now, of course. Uh, basically, you know, we've had to pivot as we are still doing some private you know, retreats for those who are able to come and, and, you know, but it's really cut down our numbers. And, and so we pivoted to the online retreats. And so almost every Saturday, at least the next couple of weeks for sure. And, you know, we are having different uh, speakers on different topics. So uh, just that opportunity, we're actually, you know, the Lord's blessing us to reach people from across the country as many are here today. And so we just, um, Thank many did give a donation when they registered, but if they haven't or have been moved to do so. But also you can also uh, support my, you know, being involved in those future upcoming online retreats as well. And so I'll put a website in the chat and, and that's where you can look at the schedule of retreats, look at the uh, uh, upcoming retreats and the also of course our recordings from the past retreats. And then if you have benefited, you know, the Lord, has blessed you some way if you're able to leave a donation otherwise of course you can say a prayer and it is a spiritual movement and a spiritual work and we do need your prayers thank you father gary guys please consider that and uh, bless me and father gary i just want to personally thank you for this time and this opportunity so let's open it up for some uh, discussion would anyone like to share uh what the father might have been speaking to you about his dreams and what part he might be calling you to partake in? If you have something to share, you can just put on your mic, unmute, and share with us. Well, I can share what's been on my heart and uh, let people not be so bashful while they're thinking about it. <laughs> Um, no, so in the image, um, if you know the story of Luke 7, the woman who comes and washes Jesus' feet with her tears and wipes them with her hair, I meditate on that story, and it was the very first part of that story, the Father just gave me this image of how she is looking. She's like going from house to house. She can't find Jesus. Where is he? And that image for me is just so many who are wounded. Of course, running a retreat house, we have a lot of people come and experience that, you know, who have those wounds in their past, things that have happened to them, the lies they accepted as a result of that, you know, I'm broken, I'm unloved, I'm not lovable, you know, all those lies that come from those wounds. Um, and so that was just this image, you know, this seeing how this women, woman, some people could call her Mary Magdalene, you know, was searching, looking, can't find Jesus. But then the other half of the image was that when she does find him, she had not 
plan, like, what am I going to do, right? You don't plan to, like, get the gift cheers, right? It's a gift. You don't plan to wash somebody's feet with your hair. It was, like, so spontaneous and unexpected that she didn't know what she was going to do. She hadn't planned it out of time. And that was the message to me. Okay, we have the all these people that are wounded, you know, that's... And we have to be flexible and open to those inspirations of the Holy Spirit, open to uh, be spontaneous sometimes, open to how the Lord moves us. And so I still have to pray with, and if Bart, you want to do it, in, you know, how to bring those two together, you know, that I love that um, you described, um, you know, to be pliable. Delight, right? When we delight, the Father delights in us that we are pliable, we're that clay that He can mold with His hands, that we are open and that, and how we can bring others to the same place, right? Those who are wounded, how can we help them to be pliable? How can we help them to go back and heal those wounds? Um, how can we help them know they are those beloved sons and daughters? And um, you know, that's that was the image the Lord has shared with me. Yeah, it's beautiful, Father Gary. Thank you. Um, first of all, it's this beautiful imagery. I'm, I'm picturing it as you're describing it, bringing that scripture, uh, making it very vivid and funny. Um, and just uh, the tears and the washing and the whole the whole image there. Um, but if I, if I understood your question in the end there was, as we're on that journey um, and we're getting our own healing and, and, and washing the Lord with our tears, and, um, how do we also lead others uh, in that same pursuit and same journey? Am I understanding you right? Yeah. I just think of, I mean, I, you know, obviously I don't know all the answers, but what comes to my mind, my heart, as you say that, ask that as I, I just think of something I said earlier. You know, we can't give what we don't have. You know, so oftentimes we're we're, we're giving out of our emptiness. You know, and we're just uh, out of our need. You know, out of our brokenness. But as we as we receive what we need, and we receive our healing, and we receive the Lord washes us, even as we're ministering to Him, um, we now have something to give. And um, so it's, I think that, to me, that's the answer. Is, is the Lord doing this work in us so that we can then be that vessel of his love to others and then lead them by the hand and bring them uh, to the foot of Jesus or whatever the image might be. I also think, in a, I think of the woman at the well. You know, here she just came because she was thirsty. And here's Jesus speaking to this, you know, smitten. He's not supposed to be doing this as a Jew. Um, but he, he did his father's well. <laughs> and here he is, he's speaking with this woman, and he begins to read her heart and reveal all the secrets of her life but in a very loving and tender and compassionate way. And as he's speaking into these places and he's saying, I am the living water, you know, he then gives her this water, and now her thirst is quenched. And she returns back to her people changed. And redeemed, and then she goes and tells all her people, and uh, the, the villages. There's a revival. <laughs> the village is transformed because of what she received. So I think, as we're receiving from the Lord, 
we then can bring it to the others and bring others to Jesus to receive. Um, that's that's what's coming to my mind as you're sharing that. But I, I love the imagery that you gave. That'll stick with me. Anybody else? Someone else want to share their experience? I don't know if it's okay to take a second turn, but since I don't hear anyone else speaking, I asked Jesus about this, and he said he'd let me know if I was speaking too long. It will take me less than a minute to read, and I, I will share this with you because I know I'm in the presence of God's people. Um, what Jesus wrote to me, he said, Dinah, I love you and love that you desire to love me and do my divine will to spread the kingdom of God on earth. Yes, I do need your help. For this reason, you were created. No longer do I call you servant, rather I call you friend. Before this, you were distracted by many things and events. During the last three months during COVID, I have been desiring your attention. The illnesses, the illness, the COVID tests, the wait time, were to seek your full attention. Today, you hear me and have your eyes and heart set upon me. I desire for you to live in me first and foremost, and I in you. Next, I desire for you to love your neighbor, the people I will put into your life. Draw them to me by your sincerity, your gentleness, your kindness towards them. Your words, if you must, Notice how people smile at you and respond with warmth when you merely smile at them and greet them. I desire you to continue doing that. You may go back to the work you left, but for less hours. I have seen how it tires you too much. You will be more helpful to me and furthering the kingdom of God if you spend less time there. I know you love the work. And for that reason, you may continue. But when you begin to tire, go home. Rest in my arms more often by sitting with me in adoration. I love your company and friendship. Don't worry if you have nothing to say. Just sit there with me. I look forward to more time with you. The tears, don't worry. I have seen them. I know your love is sincere. I use Bart today to tell you this. Did you notice how he reaffirmed you? Just be yourself and go in my place. Bring others to me. I look forward to our, to our time together as we sojourn through the continued days of the virus. Your worries about the safety of your dear children, Laura, Emily, Jeff, Lena, and Patrick, and the dear little ones, they are mine and in my constant care. <clears throat> Do know I have my arms wrapped around them. They are safe. My mother has them hidden in her mantle of protection. They will be okay. And the trip to Colorado, I want you to go with your daughter. It will be an opportunity to spend time together. It will be good and you will both be safe. Go and do not look back. Leave it to me regarding your safety. I love you and have written your love and have witnessed your love for me. May our time ahead be filled with joy in my Father, Christ. Thank you, Bart. Thank you, Father. Beautiful, Donna. Thank you for 
sharing that with us. Great example of how when we sit down just to listen to the Father, the thoughts can flow. And I'm guessing there, Dinah, that those aren't a lot of things you say to yourself a lot. <laughs> and that's how I know when, when I'm hearing the Father is when he's speaking a bunch of affirmations to me that I wouldn't typically say to myself. And so anyway, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Anybody else? This is Kathy. Um, you know, one of the things that I was thinking about, and this has been on my heart for a long time, we live in a kind of a small parish, but it's about half Spanish, half Anglo. And so there's difficulties in the parish. And, you know, there's people who have difficulties getting along. And even among the Spanish, we have people from Guatemala and from Mexico, and they don't always get along. And um, last February with Father Coulter, um, we went to Guadalupe. And it was really a blessing. But when I was there, you just observe the joy of the people there. And there's so much that the Anglos need to learn from the Spanish. And it's like we always expect them to adjust us. And one of the things in our parish that I keep wanting to do is to try to bridge that gap. And we, we've done it in a couple of ways. Um, they always have a, a rosary uh, novena leading up to Our Lady of Guadalupe. And so this year we were the only Anglo couple. <laughs> and you know, they would always ask me to, to lead a decade of the rosary and I would do it in English. But about halfway through, I thought I'm gonna learn to do it in Spanish <laughs> so that I could do it in Spanish. And, and so just little things to bridge. And then my husband right now, my husband and I are doing this. Uh, we're trying to learn Spanish because that's the way that we're gonna help bridge the gap. And, and in our parish, um, we, we just need to find a way to get the two together because there's a lot of mistrust. And what makes it worse is the COVID stuff because we have a meat packing plant. And so everyone assumes that, you know, at the meat packing plant that, um, that the, the Hispanics are causing the difficulties. And so um, it's just been something that's been on my heart, so. Yeah, thank you, Kathy. It's a good example of what we're dealing with and the black and white tension as well. And what I hear in that is as you're spending time with the father, he's sharing his desire with you and his dream with you that's matching you and your husband's dream, which is to be a bridge and uh, to bring his heart and not be part of the problem, but to be part of the answer. Um, that's beautiful. You know, I was at an Institute of Ministry 30 some years ago. And um, at the very end, before they sent us off, they said, all right, you all, you have the answer living inside of you. Now go find the problems. And that's what I hear in you, what you're saying, Kathy, is there's, there was a problem there and you're going and being the answer, which I think is fulfilling the Father's desire. Thank you for that. Anybody else? Okay, I was kind of led to read in John 16. Uh, where it said, like, you will be sorrowful, but you're sorrowful, your sorrow will turn to joy. And I was thinking of the example of the woman and, and having to stay, you know, distant from each other, which is so counteractive to my personality. I like to be with people and I like to see people. I like to touch people. And it's, it's sorrowful not to be able to do that. But 
the gospel says your sorrow will turn to joy. And Mother Teresa said that joy is a net to catch souls. And so I feel like we have to show our joy and let that joy of Christ shine forth. And when we meet people, we need to listen to them, be interested in them, and not just talk about ourselves, but be interested in them and find out where they're at before we can really share the gospel. Thank you. Amen. Well said, Helen. Thank you. You know, that scripture, I love that scripture. Because Jesus is preparing them for his death. And he's saying, you know, you're, you'll be sad, but your sadness, your sorrow will turn to joy. And I love that. I love the way you articulated that. And he goes on and says, your sadness will turn to joy because I'm not going to leave you as orphans. But I'm going to send you my spirit, the Holy Spirit, who will teach you all things. He is the comforter. So while Jesus was leaving in their presence of being with them right then, him leaving actually released the Holy Spirit so that the Holy Spirit can live in every, every one of us and the comforter can be with us and that he will teach us all things. So that joy, the one who is joy, is living inside of us. So like you're saying, Helen, we can bring that joy because he lives in us. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Anybody else? And I'm reading some of your notes down the side, and I just appreciate all your comments. And, and some of your desires to bless Father Gary. And uh, just, just want to thank you all for that. I've seen those notes. I'll take a turn, Bart. Um, uh, I'm going to go back to the previous uh, question or that we were asking uh, about what is our desire and yeah. what is desire for us. And um, I was having trouble getting onto Zoom at the time, and I had watched your previous talk on uh, YouTube. And so <clears throat> Emily techni technically challenged, so I didn't know what I was doing. And I, I don't know, I, I, I fiddled around with it a bit. Uh, and then I thought, that's enough. I'm going to take this time to, you know, to journal and to pray. And um, so I, I wrote that. Well, Lord, at the moment, I desire to be able to access this conference on Zoom <laughs> um, to feel more a part of it. Um, and then um, when when you started up again, uh, there it was working. So that was the answer to one of my guys. <laughs> uh, but um, last night when you had us meditating on, uh, on Jesus and you asked us to picture Jesus, um, and just gaze upon his beauty. Um, much to my surprise, what I pictured was the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And um, maybe that's because the, the Feast of the Sacred Heart is coming and, and I'm doing the novena. But um, I have not been attracted to that, uh, that image of, of the heart, you know, with the the thorns around it and everything, it all just seems really painful to me. And um, so I was surprised by that image. And then when um, today, when I was writing about what, what is God's desire for me, um, it seemed to be that he wanted to share his sacred heart with me. 
and um, I'm, I'm, you know, kind of like, what does that mean? And you had mentioned in one of your talks about how you feel the ache of God. Yeah. And um, so anyway, that, that whole imagery um, scares me a little. The, um, uh, and then this last, um, these last questions that we were to, to write on, um, I, I was asking God, what is he doing in, in the church, in the world, and what is my role in it? And I felt like um, he was saying, I said, well, do I have a role? Do I have a part? And I felt like he was saying, yes, but it's not, it's not like a role in a play that you try out for and you get it because you did good in the tryouts. Uh, it's uh, that my part is, is just to be me to, and, and, and just to be, not so much to have a part, but to, you know, but to be, to be present, to trust, yeah. to trust in love, really, to trust in him. Yeah. Thank you, Rosemary. I, just As you're just talking, I'm just brought into your heart, you have a beautiful heart. Um, thank you for sharing that. There's several things you just said that I, that are stirring that I think maybe I'm supposed to articulate on for for everyone's sake. I just think there's a lot there. Um, I, I just kind of touched on that experience of feeling his ache, but actually what happened, and there was a profound mystical thing that happened a few months after that, that I, I think the Lord wants me to share with you, but for some others as well, related to that ache, because I get it. One of the reasons I didn't want to become Catholic that I wrestled for 11 months is because I had this fear that he would call me into suffering. Because I just had this mindset that as a Catholic growing up, it was all about suffering. It was a distortion in my own mind, but it was creating a fear for me. And I was like, no, I don't want to live a life of suffering. I want to live a life of joy. And then he was like, well, what makes you think that's what I'm asking you? You know, it's like, it was just, he was messing with some paradigms in me. And um, so I'm part of that wrestling um, when I was there in Homa with Father Mark Toops, um, after the Father was speaking to me about the desire and the book of Haggai and all those things, um, we met that night. And I shared um, with Father Mark and Bob and Ken um, my wrestlings. I was just kind of pushing away. And I was like, well, these are all the things I wrestled with in the Catholic Church. And I listed all these things. And then Father Mark just looked at me and he just said, Bart, I understand. I wrestle with some of those same things. I was like, oh, you do? Yeah. And then that's when he asked the question. He said, but Bart, what's the father's ache? And it bypassed my mind and my heart. It went down to somewhere deep inside of me. And I just started to sob. And I just sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. And I'm thinking to myself, what is this? Uh, what is this? There was a, a, a sweet release of joy, but feeling his ache. And, uh, and then Father Mark then said to me the same words that were going on inside of me. And he said, Bart, God is inviting you as his friend to feel his ache. And uh, I cried again. And that's how I knew God was calling me back into the church. And I've had misunderstandings of that and, and I've been afraid of that. But actually, it's, it's, it's very sweet. It's, uh, it's his sweet presence in the midst of it. Um, so as you're saying that about the sacred heart and the fear of that, I think he's inviting you into something very beautiful. He's not inviting you into some agonizing pain. He's inviting you to fellowship and share in something with him. It would be a very sweet fellowship. And I think of intercession 
Um, and my guess is he's called you to, to, to intercede with him, which the best definition I've heard of an intercessor is the word. There's a word in Romans 8 that breaks it down. I forget the actual word, but it means womb. And it's like being the womb of the spirit and it's birthing things that God wants to birth. So your role may not be like a role in the play, as you were saying, but it's a role of intimacy with him where he wants to share in this heart, sacred heart, to be able to get his thoughts and birth what he's doing um, on the earth. Is my sense as you're sharing that? And I think that's for a couple others too. I, get, I gather there's some, there's some real strong intercessors in this group. And then what happened is a few months later, I went down with my brother to meet with a, a religious sister. And um, while we were there, we were in their house and they had a little uh, chapel in there and I was there and I was just really feeling the sweet presence of God. It was really a sweet experience for me. And uh, then we went in the living room and I was sitting on the couch and I was sitting on the couch and all of a sudden I felt this piercing pain in my heart. I'm like, what is this? I'd felt this about a year earlier uh, and God was speaking about his church. And I felt the pain, this pain in my heart. It was a sweet pain. It was a pain in my heart. I felt that pain again, sitting on this couch up against the wall in this religious sister's house. So I'm describing to Bob and Ken, I'm going, I'm feeling that pain thing again. And they go, really, what does it feel like? I said, well, it's the same as before. It's like a piercing into my heart, but now it feels like two swords piercing my heart. And they both started laughing. I'm like, what are you laughing about? I mean, this hurts. And they said, look behind you. And I looked on the wall behind me and there was the emblem of the religious order. It was called the pierced hearts of Mary and Jesus. And I was like, whoa, what is happening to me? I wasn't even back in the Catholic church yet. And I'm just like, whoa. Um, and it was soon after that that I, that I came back in the church. But um, I just think there's something in that for you, but for several of you, that the Lord's inviting you when he's talking about the sacred heart into a very sweet, intimate fellowship, not an agonizing pain, a very sweet fellowship with him, to have his heart and to, to pray with him, to intercede with him. Uh, and, and for what it is these designs. So hopefully that helps. And, I, and I, I went on that detail because I feel like there's several of you that need to hear that. But thanks, Rosemary. You have a very sweet, tender heart. <laughs> Thank you, Barry. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we have time for one more. And then uh, I uh, talked Mark and Lily to come back on to end us in a song. So let's have one more person share and then we'll ask Mark and Lily to close us in a song and then I'll hand it over to Father Gary. This is Davina. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, Davina. Hi. Um, I guess um, there's just a lot of things that have come up for me in this time. And I just thank you for helping lead us all into this kind of thinking and space. Um, but one thing that's been coming up for me during this time of COVID and um, we've talked about the gift of tears. I've cried a lot today, so mm. my voice is a little bit shaky, but you know, I'm just thinking about, I used to, before this time, I'm single. And so um, one thing that was really nice for me was going out dancing. And we had a really fun group of people that would go like salsa dancing and all kinds of dancing like that. And it one of the things that I experienced a long time ago was just the unity that can happen in that in our community with people from all different cultures. And one time, we were all dancing at a restaurant. Um, they would clear the floor and then we would just dance. And um, there were people just from all over the world together and we were learning mm -hmm. each other's dances. And I really had the, 
the sense that God was really smiling down on that and just the unity in that and the beauty in that. And so I've heard different things that people have said about this and around this today and, and just, you know, thinking about this time where we're all separated so much. And it seems to go against what I think, you know, really God was wanting for all of us to feel more united and together. And um, one thing that I've personally been struggling with is just with my my own family. I think a lot of times people respond to these kinds of times of uncertainty with a lot of fear. And then even there's judgment that comes out of that. And, you know, I, I, I don't know how, what the right things are for all of this time we're all going through. We're all just trying to go through it the best that we can. But I think that one thing that I felt that God was really saying is his desire and what he's wanting is just that unity in all people and just loving each other and how, you know, I guess I'm partly struggling with my own relationship with my family right now. And how do I not let their fear and frustration and hurt kind of overtake me and kind of trying to live that out. So I just feel a lot of feelings right now. And I think I probably need to do a lot more journaling and prayer time with God. But one thing that I'm also feeling is sometimes it's kind of like what you're talking about with the piercing feeling. It's just so overwhelming. And I guess maybe I just need to spend more time with like being refilled up by God. But I just, I don't really know how that all comes together here, but it just feels like a lot of people are feeling these kinds of feelings. And I guess just needing to be strengthened in that and then still having an open, loving heart. And how do you kind of meet people where they are and still be who you're feeling God's calling you to be? Yeah, thank you, Davina. Um, I appreciate your vulnerability and sharing your journey of the day. And that's very encouraging to hear that kind of fruit from your day. And I think you're right. I think that the Father's calling you to spend some more time with him and journaling through these things. I know for me, I'm such a feeler. And so I just feel stuff even more than what's actually happened. I just feel it all. And so if I go on for a while and I don't spend some time alone and really process through that with the father, I get stuck. It starts to build up. And then the things outside just start to tap it and I get targeted easy. I get triggered. I mean, and, and, and so then the things around me just are magnified. And uh, so I found that as I spend that time alone with him, abiding with him, journaling, praying, walking, um, I like, and now I like to take on just walk and just go walk and pray and just be with them. But whatever it is that works for us, um, I think sometimes when it gets overwhelming like that, it's showing us that, yeah, we're needing that time. So it's beautiful that you, you had that today and he's, he's sharing all those thoughts with you. And uh, yeah, I would encourage you to, to take these things and just keep journaling them with them and ask him, ask him the questions and wait for him to answer and respond back and there's very detailed specific things in your day-to-day life you talked about dancing too and that just brought an image to me a thought and, and something i had heard i just love the imagery there of dancing but um the word guidance i've heard someone play on the words there guidance god you and i dance and uh i just think that's something the holy spirit's inviting us into and particularly you davina is to to take that dance with him let him lead the dance and just dance with him. Okay. God, you and I dance. But thank you, Davina, for sharing that. And thank you, all of you, um, for participating and uh, spending this time. I enjoyed it. I wish I could have gotten to know you. I wish we were in person so I can get to know you better. Um, but I've appreciated this time and sharing, and hopefully you're each encouraged. And Father Gary, I just want to thank you for this opportunity. And again, I just want to ask you from my heart, you guys can help out the retreat center 
um, so that we can have more and more opportunities for people to be encouraged. But I, uh, Mark and Lily are here, so I think I'm going to ask Mark and Lily to do a song. And then uh, after the song, uh, maybe Father Gary, you can close us out in prayer. So Mark, Lily. All right. Hi, guys. Jesus, we just want to thank you for all that you've done, for all that you are. You're so good. You're so good. Sing the splendor of the King. The splendor of the King. Clothed in majesty. Let all the earth rejoice, all the earth rejoice. He wraps himself in light, and darkness tries to hide, and trembles at his voice, trembles at his voice. How great is our God, sing with me, how great is our God, and all will see how great, how great is our God. Sing age to age he stands. And age to age he stands, and time is in his hands, beginning and the end, beginning and the end. The God, the God, and three in one. Father, Spirit, Son, the Lion and the Lamb, the Lion and the Lamb. How great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God. All will see how great, how great is our God. Name above all names, worthy of all praise, and my heart.
Father, we just come before you with gratitude, thanksgiving for this incredible time to be able to share with you, to share with each other, to be open to the working of the Holy Spirit, to listen to him speak and share with us the desires of the Father's heart. We just ask that he bless and seal all those graces that we have received today so we can Store them up and do not let the evil one take them away. We ask that he give us that courage and strength to be his apostles and missionaries, to go out and share with others what the Lord has done for us. And we bring all these things to Mary, our mother, as we're so constantly in need of her powerful intercession and how she always leads us to her son, Jesus. Hail Mary full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Once again, just want to thank Bart for his willingness to share with us and to lead this retreat and for Mark and Lily for joining us again for their music. Put up on the screen our schedule of some of the upcoming virtual retreats next Saturday. We have Mark Monsignor Dan Seeker who will give a retreat on the introduction of the devout life by St. Francis de Sales, the guide along the path to holiness. In two weeks, Father Boniface Hicks, a Benedictine monk on growing closer to God through personal prayer. And if you enjoyed today, we're very excited to announce that we have Bart scheduled again for July 24th and 25th to give a retreat on John chapter 14. We are not alone. We, we know the Holy Spirit will not leave us orphans and that he will be with us. So um, all of those you can register and see our upcoming retreats at goodcouncilretreat.com. And of course, that's also where if you are able to give a donate and support us, we just thank you for your prayers. Thank you for being with us. Thank you, Bart. Thank you, Mark and Lisa. Thank you, Father Gary. Thank you all. God bless you all. Hope to see you all and some of your friends in July. God bless.